0: Ido. Ido. Ido.
1: Ido. Hello and welcome to Cortez NYC Livestream, the podcast. This show broadcasts twice a week out of New York City. We are your hosts, Cortez NYC. En
2: Carla de Puerto Rico.
1: And on the show we talk about art, creativity, city life, from a Latino perspective. I'm a visual artist.
2: And I'm a singer
1: and this is episode 57
2: as always you can find us on iTunes Stitcher, Podbean and Spotify and on social media on Facebook, Instagram Twitter and Tumblr
1: and I just want to give a shout out to everybody, happy Thanksgiving everybody
2: Feliz Uh, Día de Acción de Gracias
1: I hope you guys have plans for tonight, I hope you guys are cooking it up, eating it up (laughs) uh, enjoying the extended weekend I'm making plenty of leftovers Mm -hmm. um, and putting on those extra pounds.
2: Having some turkey, arroz con gandules, some coquito, some aguardiente. What? (laughs) Pull
1: out the Hennessy bottle, the Remy. Eso. Uh, Get the beers going.
2: Yeah, this is the beginning of the holidays, guys. So let's make it count.
1: All right, and let's get on with the show.
2: all right
1: museum tour continues
2: that is right and now we're traveling from the upside. <laughs> really from uptown to downtown
1: yeah we're gonna take it down to the bowery
2: let's go downtown
1: the museum of street art um this is a new museum for you guys to go check out yeah It's located on 189 Bowery. Mm -hmm. It's within the the Citizen M Hotel. Yes. Citizen M is the Citizen M New York Bowery Hotel. Mm -hmm. Um, It's downtown. uh, And it is just opened uh, this year. Yeah. Right? Um, I'll give you guys a brief description of it, and we'll walk you guys through it. Yeah. The Mosa, M-O-S-A, Bowery is the Museum of Street Art. It is a vertical love letter uh, to the Bowery and to the Lower East Side. The Museum of Street Art Mosa celebrates the reunion of artists, their creativity, and their craft while resurrecting a significant and beloved New York graffiti landmark. It shows that while the original Five Points site is lost forever, the spirit is still alive and kicking. 20 graffiti artists collaborated in the painting of the staircase while a videographer documented it all. Experience the Mosa at the Citizen M New York Bowery. Um, So I mean, basically, I'll give you guys the quick summary. It is within the stairwell of this um, hotel, hotel, Mm -hmm. and it is twenty artists, twenty graffiti artists, uh, graffiti slash street artists, who got together and uh, reunited after these. These are artists who painted at Five Points. I'm one of the artists. Spoilers. I'm one of the (laughs) artists. Uh, but we are reunited to to do this project and create this Museum of Street Art, something that can be permanent that um, people that come from around the world can come see. Um, Five Points got whitewashed back in 2013. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, losing that big landmark because it was a, a building that people would visit from around the world and tourists would come see and it was... Some it was a a destination for people. Yeah, from around the world. It was a
2: touristic destination. Yeah, Mm
1: -hmm. Um, losing that was a big deal. Um, And I mean, some of you guys know about the lawsuit and things that have conspired since then. But um, you know, having this opportunity to come together and reunite at least twenty of us artists from Five Points to do this project was a big deal. Um, This was organized by by Marie,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, who used to um, also collaborated at five points and mirrors who used to run five points and uh together they assembled everybody marie curated this project put together the concept uh picked the artists and you know designated who should do what and and you know by themes uh every floor for 20 floors is dedicated to each artist so Mm -hmm. each artist was given a floor to paint Mm -hmm. um the styles vary. Yeah. Um, the, the, there is some lettering in it, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is mostly imagery. Yeah. Um, and just basically showing the different techniques that the different artists can do with spray paint um, to kind of show their unique abilities with spray paint. Mm-hmm. Um, my floor is the 17th. Yeah. Yeah. And on my floor, I did a a theme of um, the, like a train station, the the old Bowery train station. Um, So on my floor, I did like these tile work. I I wrote the word New York and I wrote the word Bowery in like what, in a tile style that you would see in the subway. Mm -hmm. But I did it all with spray paint freehand. Yeah. Um, It was a lot of work. And, and it looks <laughs>
2: awesome. It looks like you use a ruler. Yeah. Yeah, it came out, it
1: came out really good. It, it, it was uh, an effort, but it came out really good. Yeah, yeah, it
2: came out great.
1: Um, But so let me give you guys a. I, I can't go through all 20 artists. Um, whenever I try to do too much descriptions here, I end up um, falling short. So I'm just going to go through some of the names and some of the pieces that stand out to me from my memory and just from my, you know, I, I'm. I'm one of the artists, so I, obviously I got to exactly. talk about myself.
0: Exactly. Uh, and, it, <laughs> and,
1: and it's not really that fair for me to yeah. single out you know, that many people, but I'm going to just point out some of the people that to me just kind of stood out and, and kind of left an impression in my head. Um, no offense to anybody else that I, I'm not mentioning.
2: Yeah. And I just wanted to say that um, for you to get into the Museum of Street Art inside of the hotel, I went recently and I want to let you know how can you get there? So there's two options. You can go to a self-guided tour, which is just you going down the stairs. When you go there, it's every 30 minutes uh, from 10 to four. The last tour, the last self-guided um, tour is a four. So once you go there, you go into the lobby, go into the reception, and you ask one of the persons that's, that worked there that you would like to see the Museum of Street Art. They're going to ask you for your name and if you have a reservation because you can make a reservation beho- before the hand when you go to the Citizen M. Valerie website and look for Mosa. And once you give their, their name or check in for your reservation, they're going to tell you to um, code check your book bag so that you're comfortable going down the stairs. And then they will tell, take you to the 21st floor, and that's when you start the coming down the stairs so that you can see the whole museum. So it's really easy, very convenient, just make sure that you go, let's say, if you want to go for the 2 p.m. tour, be there like at 1.50, you can wait in the lobby, which is beautiful, The whole hotel is also very well decorated and it goes apart with the theme of the Museum of Street Art. So, that's just a tip. So, when you go there, those are the steps to follow.
1: Okay. All right. So, definitely check in at the front desk when you show up. Yes, yes, yes. And they'll explain it all.
2: And they'll explain it all. Yeah.
1: All right. Um, And definitely, I recommend downstairs in the lobby, below the lobby, Mm -hmm. in the sub-level, they have a bar. Definitely a cool place to hang out. Yeah. They yeah. have nice lounging areas and yeah. it's a nice it's a nice space. Yeah, it is. Um, all right. So going back to my list, let me go through my list of things that stand out to me from the Mosa. Mm-hmm. Uh, from my experience seeing the Mosa, even though it's part of it. Here we go. <laughs> um, number one, I can't I can't talk about the Mosa without talking about Mirrors. Yeah. Mirrors who organized Five Points and Mirrors who organized uh, this Mosa Bowery museum um, so Mears I think out of the work that he did at Mosa the most, the one that gives me the, the strongest impression is the piece that he did downstairs Yeah, that, that you see when you come in mm-hmm. um, it's, a, it's a large mural it's mostly red so mm-hmm. I mean I guess you can just call it the Red Mural if, if you don't know the title you probably describe it as the Red Mural mm-hmm. um, and it what it is it's like an abstract lettering style kind of just sc- scrawled across the wall, overlapping lettering, overlapping, you know, swooshes of lettering and and, and angles. And, and uh, you can make out shapes that look like lettering, but there's no defined lettering.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and the wall is just red with this black line work going across it and these little white highlights. Um, Anybody who doesn't really know about graffiti might just look at it and say, oh, it's just some cool abstract art. Mm -hmm. But if you know about graffiti, you definitely pick up on the lettering style within Mm -hmm. the piece. Um, I think this is, to me, not just because of the, I, I mean, you know, it's mirrors obviously he's a great artist but i yeah. think what stands out to me about this is that, that it's a unique style that he brought yeah. forward yeah um it's a style that he kind of made a breakthrough here mm-hmm. um, it's something that I, I have seen him experiment with but he's never brought it to this scale exactly um i think something that stands out to me is the fact that it's the biggest piece at the mosa mm-hmm. so it's going to it's obviously gonna leave you an impression mm-hmm. it's the first piece you see when you come to the building and it's the last one you see when you leave exactly and it's the largest um half of the pieces inside the building, half of the pieces outside. It's,
2: outside.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's very dynamic. There's a yeah. lot of stuff going on on he, that wall.
2: He included a, a number five for five points oh, yeah. in the in the uh, part of the wall that is inside the building, you can see a five right there.
1: So yeah, so that piece stands out. props to mirrors on that one.
2: Yeah, that one is amazing.
1: Um, another person that stands out, it just stays in my head. Shout out to L. L did this Ru- RuPaul um, oh, portrait. Oh
2: yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. yes, yes. Uh, L is is spelled E L L E. Mhm. Um, she's uh, from California, so she did this this really cool uh, RuPaul portrait. Uh, what I like about her style is she chopped. She she's got a very it's not per- perfectly photoreal, mm-hmm. but it's a good rendering. She knows how to render faces, but she chopped up the face. It looks like she did a collage of different photographs. And I think it captured RuPaul pretty well because RuPaul, you know, we all know RuPaul is a drag queen. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's this transformation of like showing different aspects of different images of RuPaul. Yes, yes,
2: yes. yes.
1: Um, I don't know if they're all images of RuPaul, but but I can tell, yeah, some of them definitely are. Yeah. Um, But it's still the fact that it's tra- transforming and it's different pieces yeah, it building the face the,
2: the illusion of this is what he is yeah. when he's transforming into different characters that he does
1: exactly mm-hmm. um but it's a, it's an impressive it's an impressive image and yeah. it stays with you it stays in your head yeah um
2: the location of that portrait is awesome because it's when you're coming down one of the floors you see it right there in front of you so it's, it's a really great portrait
1: um so another one, let me just skim through this real quick. Oh, another one I would say is the um the uh who is this uh, uh Rosario Dawson.
2: Oh yes. The that Ro- portrait came out great.
1: The Rosario Dawson piece mm-hmm. is really good. That was done by, I'll tell you right now, Vince Ballantyne. Okay. Um, Vince Valentine, he's a good guy. I, I met him at the place. I also met him afterwards at another wall. Uh, shout out to Vince Ballantyne. But his his portrait of uh, Rosario Dawson was really well done. The colors yeah. were well done. The expression on her face. Yeah. Um, it stayed. It stayed with me. It's a, it's really nice. He that was a really nice addition to the mm-hmm. uh, to the project. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want you know I don't want people to think that I'm just pointing out portraits, <laughs> but. You know, those are those are the things that stayed in, in my head I, yeah. when I when I see it. That stayed in my head. Yeah. Um. So shout out to Vince Valentine. I can't remember what floor he's on, but um, he did a great but, job yeah. on that. Um. Another one would be
0: hmm.
1: Who's another one that stands out in my head? I would say another one is the uh Damian Mitchell's piece mm-hmm. downstairs that we always think looks like uh
2: steve jobs steve jobs <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually it's Allen ginsburg
2: hmm. uh
1: it's a portrait of alan ginsburg but um but yeah he looks just like steve jobs it's, if you don't know who Allen ginsburg is which we, we don't um but uh but it's it's very well done it's the last piece when you come down the stairs at the end of the exhibit it's, yeah um the last floor on the bottom floor mm-hmm. um, but he, he he did a really good job Damien Mitchell is an artist who's been kicking butt yeah. doing you know doing portraits all around every chance he gets mm-hmm. uh, he knocks them out super quick and always has a painterly technique yes. even though it's done with spray paint yes yes which it, is,
2: is super impressive you see those portraits and you think that he made he did it with brush yeah, yeah. and it's just spray paint yeah. What I like about this portrait as well is that um, he he wrote some messages around the portrait, yeah, and that looks super cool because it leaves it leaves um, it leaves you with that impression of you just left the museum and what they want you to take out of, and it's it's really cool.
1: Um, all right, so another artist I would point out is uh, Nikolai Khan. He did this basketball themed. Uh, section yeah uh, where he was showing people pl- playing street ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I mean Nikolai Khan can, play, can paint anything and make it look fun yeah he, every time he paints he just fills it with color and motion and movement and mm-hmm. he doesn't he's, he's unorthodox like all his styles are always like heavy heavy brush marks and and uh, and doesn't care how color lays down. he doesn't care putting green next to red yeah you know it doesn't matter to him. Uh, he's very confident in his drawing ability. Um, but I think it stands out in the in this exhibit specifically. Mm-hmm. It stands out because as you're walking down the stairs, you get splashed with this color mm-hmm. and this motion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it kind of wakes you up yeah. you know, as you're walking down the stairs. So um, shout out to Nikolai Khan can't remember what floor he's on but he, he did a great job <laughs> yeah um
2: yeah his wall is pretty cool when you're going down and you see because it's not only the color but it's the movement because these are basketball players um it's really cool
1: yeah um another one is uh daniel daniel mastrion mastrion let me see if i could find her image here Danielle Mastrian. Um I can't remember the floor, but she did a, a tenement area that was her thing tenement of the tenements of the lower East side. Um, I actually liked it a lot i thought I thought it was interesting because um, you know Danielle's known for doing her murals um, she, for her for doing her mural work mm-hmm. and um, you know i I think it's difficult to do buildings in such a confined space, yeah. Um but she she did it her way. She did it in her style. Um, it does feel like New York buildings. like she mm-hmm. did She did a good job of capturing New York City buildings. Um, and and it's also an area where when you get to that point in the exhibit, you know, you do feel that that I, I, what, I, what's the quality I'm trying to look for? Um, it's, I want to use the word urban. Mm -hmm. you just feel like an urban a very urban uh environment and i think it's because of the way that she you know laid down her 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 paint and and the colors that she chose or whatever the the way that she sketched out her work like something about it just just feels right it just feels right it just stays in my head um uh shout out to daniel i don't know what more can i say about it basically (laughs) basically her section is is a new york city a uh, landscape of new york city mm-hmm. you know tenement mm-hmm. um but it came out really good yeah um and i mean i don't want you know <laughs> I, just, I don't want to f- leave people out you know python shout out to python uh shout out to my boy c uh shout out to germs topaz you know they rocked it there as well um
2: oh, i was a special shout out to and he gave a, a tribute to puerto rico exactly like Two floors full of Puerto Rican proud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Two Fly. You know she rocked out in there as well. Um, and Souls. Yeah. Souls did a nice piece. Actually, that that's that's a standout piece. That
2: is a standout piece. A, and it's and difficult
1: because when, when you start thinking of one, then you remember mm-hmm. the other ones. Then you remember mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, that's right, this one. Oh yes. Yeah. Because they're all connected.
2: When I went this last time, I didn't notice the detail and and how great it was that wall that sold did when i went this time I was like oh wow so did this wall yeah and it's amazing it's a great progress and it looks professional
1: yeah no he did a great job he did like a chess piece yeah uh, uh, um, like a piece.
2: hand moving uh a, a, a chess uh, table mm-hmm. he did
1: like a like a chess board yeah he did a chess board with different pieces and he did like the hands holding them yeah and moving the, the chess pieces um I guess it was to symbolize like the guys who played chess in the park or whatever. Right. But, um, I, I think, I think it was a great piece. Um, yeah. So like I said, you know, uh, 20 artists, you know, the ones that sent out to me off the top of my head, um, are the ones that I'm just kind of calling out. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, once you think of one, you, you think of the next one, you think of the next one, you think of the next one. And then before you know it, you're mentioning 20 people. Um, my, my particular... My floor is on the 17th. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i happy with what I did. It's a different thing for me to do. Mm-hmm. Doing that tile work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also did the uh, the Statue of Liberty face. Yeah. Which is like one of my icons. I did uh, some skulls. And I also did... Um, I did a little tribute to Five Points. I did like a clean version of a building that kind of looks like Five Points. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like giving a shout out to the days when Five Points was brand new and clean and um, just kind of keeping that memory alive there. And I did a little graffiti lettering. I wrote um, Art Above All, which is the name of my crew, A3. Uh, shout out to my boys from A3 Crew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, I think I think overall, it's a good place for you guys. If you guys are interested in, in street art, if you're coming from out of town and you come into New York, you want to see some graffiti art, mm-hmm. some street art. Uh, if if there's nothing happening out in, in Bushwick, nothing happening anywhere else, you want to come indoors. And it's
2: cold, so exactly. you want to go indoors, but you still want to see something cool. This so this, this is, is perfect. The perfect, perfect. This is the place. perfect
1: place to go yeah. and have your drinks uh walk down the flight of stairs check out the art go
2: to the rooftop on the 20th floor or 21st floor when the museum starts they have a new rooftop that they open and it's beautiful it's an amazing view so maybe you can go there have your drinks then go down or go down then go again upstairs but it's it's an amazing
1: yeah and i think (laughs) i guess my only my only Critique of the museum Is that I just wish It was bigger Yeah <laughs> I just wish It was more You yeah. know Like I guess um, I guess You know Five Points Was such a, was such a big Location
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. That um, That when you When you walk If you've ever been To Five Points You have that memory Of Five Points So when you walk These stairs You know It's still just A piece of Five Points exactly. It's not the whole thing Yeah it's a piece It's just a piece It's just 20 artists Five Points Was you know 100 exactly hundreds of pieces so um
2: thousands here. thousands
1: yeah but alright you guys check it out um, Museum of Street Art Mosa down at the Bowery culture talk Carla.
2: culture talk what
1: do you got for culture talk
2: So, you know, we're celebrating Thanksgiving. um, And Thanksgiving should be a time for families to get together. But we know the reality behind Thanksgiving.
1: (laughs) What's the reality behind Thanksgiving?
2: Uh, Well, a lot of bad things happen for this celebration to be happening. Um, Like, you know colonizers and people from Europe came to the United States killed a, lo- a bunch of natives so that they could celebrate this holiday now um,
1: Did that happen on Thanksgiving?
2: It's more commercial now but you know what I mean So thinking about that um, I watched recently a comedy special by John Leguizamo on Netflix that is called latin history for morons (laughs) and um so i wanted to talk about it a little bit maybe comment on it give our review but first i want to give you a little synopsis about the comedy special it says with a rapid fire lesson in overlooked latin history colombian american actor john leguizamo comes to netflix with his one-man show one man Broadway show, Young Leguizamo's Latin History for Morons. Examining 3,000 years of Latino history, Leguizamo charts everything from a satirical recap of Aztec and Incan history to stories of Latin patriots in the American Civil War, revealing how whitewashed history truly is. Latin History for Morons earned a 2018 tony award nomination for best play on broadway well didn't know that
1: latin history for morons
2: latin history for morons
1: okay um i watched it i thought it was pretty good yeah it made some parts really made me laugh some parts hit me in the feelings
2: i know me too (laughs) that i think that's one of the things that i wrote i wrote down that i liked about it is that because his shows are this thing that is not just comedy, but it's also drama, and and most uh, mostly this comedy special that was about him having a dialogue with his son. Oh, spoilers! I will tell you spoilers. So it was about him having a dialogue with his son, um, wanting his one him wanting his son to know more about his Latino roots and latino history so when he started to to um act how his son was reacting towards him telling him telling the stories about his ancestors i was like wow yeah like sometimes we don't even know the details of history until we want somebody else to know about it right and that's when we start learning
1: right because so so john leguizamo portrays his own son and portrays himself he's a one-man show yeah so he's he's act. It's a one man show. He's acting all the different parts. Yeah, yeah. And and so yeah. So he play, he he plays he writes out the script and then he plays himself talking to his son and he's trying to teach his son uh, about Latin history and, and some, something to be proud of for mm-hmm. for some school project. Yeah. And he ends up learning on his own. Exactly. Things that he didn't himself. That he know. didn't. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what else you got so, there?
2: Um, like I said things that I liked about the show so I like the way that um, he presented the show I like the scenography I like that it was because he started the show as if he was a teacher or professor and he was talking to the public like, no, 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 we're here to learn, and you all have to learn because you're all morons.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you
2: don't know your own history, so we're here so that you guys can know. Yeah, the set. Where, the set from.
1: design was was like a classroom in, mm-hmm. a, in some basement somewhere. Yeah. And and he's talking to you, the audience, like you're the morons, and exactly. you're gonna sit down and learn this. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. So that was funny. Um, I think that this was a a the perfect timing to present these kind of stories more when we have so much propaganda behind uh, the wall behind the border the migrant caravan Um, we have so many shows that portrays latinos as uh, drug dealers or uh, narcos and stuff like that and we have John Leguizamo to come with this history class which Most of the information wasn't just used to be funny. It was actual, real research that he did um, about the topic. So it brings up some kind of proud... uh, It makes you feel proud uh, to be Latino. At the same time, it makes you feel like a little bit frustrated that all these things happen and you know the real history, but we are completely... Um whitewash yeah, from history from books, from movies from um, whatever has to whatever um, documents that can express that we have been part of civil war or you know, so all this information, the way that he presented it and the timing was real good, perfect Netflix was an awesome also um. A network to present it um like I said the mixing of humor and drama uh the use of lighting and and props that was awesome as well
1: yeah yeah his his one man shows are really entertaining it it's a little when you first watch it it's a little weird to see one person you know acting all these things out mm-hmm. um but you realize as the show progresses and how he He incorporates choreography of lighting, uh, dance, where he sets the props up so that he can go from one point to another, and then that leads to the next part of the story. Mm -hmm. And the way he incorporates the use of of props on stage and everything, it's really good. That's when you really appreciate the craftsmanship that he's putting mm-hmm. in the shows it's not just a, a stand-up comedian mm-hmm. and he's not a comedian he's not a stand-up comedian he mm-hmm. doesn't he doesn't he doesn't stand up and just tell jokes with punchlines right his stuff has always been uh, drama you know storytelling with a touch of comedy in it yeah um so it, it it's a it's a it's a very well done show i wish i would have seen it live i um i remember when it first came out i was like I was like damn like, I want to see this live I want to mm-hmm. see this live but not yet and money was tight so I was like oh, I can't yeah. do it right now and before you knew it it was out of it was off Broadway already and
2: but I, I like, saw ah. that they're gonna start a new tour I think maybe it's not next year no. that year after oh really yeah but I wonder like it's gonna be like another chapter or it's gonna be the same it's gonna be the same thing Uh. yeah yeah
1: but uh but it's good I'm glad I'm glad it was on Netflix yeah
2: so uh from the facts that were presented in the show that I liked or that uh, maybe were new to me or that it's great to hear them out loud was that establishing the fact that uh, Latin American natives and North American natives live years and years as a community that will share, um, that, that will exchange materials and that will share a territory without killing each other. Because we had Native American people in North America and we had indigenous people all the way in South America, all the way in the Caribbean. So all these indigenous and natives were basically living together and learning how to exchange with each other without having to how to trade yeah without having to kill each other right which i then then i for me it was like a realization of yeah that's why we might connect even more with native american people that with caucasians um and even more with african-american people because It's a sense of community and, like, of tribe, of we're all in this together, and we know how we came here or how this came to be. Right. So that was a a good... uh, It was good that he also included Native Americans because sometimes we leave them behind as if, no, they're just Americans, but they were also... uh, they also have European people that came and and took their land and took their, their, um, Right. And then just
1: him expressing that, that, uh, the indigenous people on this whole hemisphere Mm -hmm. were, you know, it was empires and it was, it was tribes and, and they were all, um, they already had a civilization, you know, uh, formed before, you know, the Europeans came. Yeah. I think that was, that was a, a nice image. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, I don't. You know, he's he's. I have to be a little skeptical too because he's he's digging through history, right,
2: right, broken right. history. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, trying to put together a picture, but the picture he portrays is, is, is yeah, it's, it's great. It's, it's yeah. It's uh utopian. It's it's
2: a uh, Wakanda. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because and that's another point that um, he also explains through the show like how. Natives were were using the minerals like gold and um, silver, and how it was a different sense of what is valuable, right. valuable, um, instead of when Europeans and Spaniards came into Latin America that it was more of okay now we're gonna take the gold and now the gold is gonna become our currency,
0: right? Gold coins. and
2: we're gonna pay it with gold. Yeah. Um, so that was also interesting. Um, I like the the part when he mentioned folk art. When he said, oh, why is it that? All our art or natives' um, art is called folk art. And then um, he said something else. And then he said... "And the, now- museum,
1: the art in the museums and the European museums... The Euro- European art in the museums is called fine art. Uh, but then when they use our folk art as fine art they call it modern art
2: exactly yeah, yeah 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 that was a funny comment yeah and really it's it's true because modern art basically it's is a de- the
1: deconstruction of all the european yeah techniques and, and all that and going going more to the basic elements mm-hmm. yeah
2: and I, I i've i've even uh seen pieces of clothing that use inspiration from native American uh, symbols. Like, let's say, having uh, triangles and the colors and fur, so stuff like that. It's also like going back into the roots even though we don't want to say that they're important. Right. But they're influencing even yeah. fashion.
1: Yeah.
2: So another point that I liked uh, at, from the show was when he was explaining that the colonizers were stronger um, in parentheses uh, were stronger than the natives and it was because they were bringing a lot of diseases from right. from Europe and I that one I can really understand it because sometimes history will say no the natives were Um, really nice they were open arms or they didn't know better but I can I can see how from Europe they had vaccines they had medicine they were a lot more developed and then for them to come into this area of Latin America North America South America where these indigenous people they were used to relating to each other but not with a different type of people um, I can see how this was definitely uh, a major part of uh, that a major part that caused that people died during the, those times
1: right yeah, yeah. He, he points out that that um, it's it's not so much that uh, it was just that there, they had heavy weaponry and, and that the Europeans had guns or cannons and all that although they did yeah but you know they were saying that he, he was making a point that it, it was Really, just the diseases and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff that kind of contributed to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I again, like, I think like some of the some of the earlier history that he talks about is is tough to. It's like you wanna you wanna believe in it, mm-hmm. and you wanna hear it and be like, yeah. But at the same time, it's so it's like it's broken information.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, and we don't we don't know the real information, but. I like uh, one of the conclusions that he gets into in the show is that he also was whitewashed by Hollywood, by TV shows and by the media in the United States because um, there's a part when he says that he goes into to his therapist and his therapist is asking about what are his heroes and he start mentioning white people that yeah. he <laughs> saw in movies and TV shows yeah. and he start realizing well This is not only for my son, but it's also for me to realize that even I was whitewashed, even though I was trying to present a different view of where I come from and what I do. But yeah, I was also I was also a victim of, you know, whatever is presented in the media.
1: Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing there is just the fact that my biggest takeaway is Mm -hmm. that he's making a a true statement that that a lot of this information whether it's broken history or not Mm -hmm. uh or or fragments of history that we're trying to piece together it's not really explored yeah in schools yeah in schools we don't explore this we explore european history we explore uh american um you know history yeah american history like early history like the pilgrims and all that patriotic Mm -hmm. history and then and then if we explore like native history in it's north american natives yeah but we don't really explore the bigger picture Mm -hmm. Uh, we don't bother to teach that to the kids and if you have if you're uh from a latino background yeah you know and you have family that were raised with history from around the world Mm -hmm. from other parts of the world or Mm -hmm. from south america or wherever you know more yeah. and you have more that you're not hearing. Yeah. And then it's weird to be in school and not hear it. I remember when I, cause I went to school in, for, for example, myself, I went to school in Colombia for a year in, it was like fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, so I already had known about American history, George Washington and all this kind of stuff. So when I went to Colombia to school and I started learning about Simon Bolivar mm-hmm. and some of the history in, in Colombia. Then And then I was like Oh this guy's like George Washington mm-hmm. He's like the George Washington Of Colombia
0: mm-hmm.
1: And that it, Realizing that it was Bigger than just Colombia That it was Latin America That he affected Yeah You know When I came back To the United States It was like a It felt weird I felt like an absence Of that information Like yeah. what happened Why are they not speaking About this stuff But you guys Go check it out
2: Latin History for Morons On Netflix
1: me to teach you, right? Alright, Hablando Español, Carla, I hope you have some Spanish words for me. Yeah, I do. What do you got?
2: Um, how do you say yes. spirit?
1: Spirit? Espíritu.
2: Spi-spi-spíritu?
1: Espíritu. Espíritu.
2: Okay, how do you say portrait?
1: Portrait. Okay. Retrato. Yes. Retra.
2: How do you say videographer?
1: Videographer. (laughs) Videographer. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how to say videographer. Videographer. Video. How do you say
2: it? Camarógrafo.
1: Camarógrafo. I think you told me this one before. Yeah. Camarógrafo.
2: Camarógrafo.
1: Camera, camerographer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Camerografo. Okay. Uh,
2: how do you say floor?
1: Floor is piso. Yes. Like the like the floor.
2: Yeah.
1: But do you say also say piso? Yeah, for buildings like the yeah. different floors. Los pisos. tercer
2: piso, segundo okay. piso. Yeah. All right. Uh, how do you say green?
1: Green, verde.
2: Yes. How do you say red?
1: Red is a rojo.
2: Yes. Uh um, the last one I have, how do you say chess?
1: Chess. Oh, that's a good one. It uh, sounds nothing like chess. Chess is ajedrez. Yes. Ajedrez. Um, all right. How do you say staircase? I think we said this one before. Yeah, we
2: have said it before. But how do you say it? Escalera.
1: We said escalera, but you also said something about caja de algo.
2: Ah, because that was the Google Translation.
1: What was it?
2: Thing was caja de escalera? La caja de la es- de escalera.
1: Caja de escalera.
2: Escalinata.
1: Escalinata. Okay. Alright, that makes sense. Um how do you say moron? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, moron is <laughs> Moron <laughs> uh-huh. Moron, idiota Bueno, en, en Puerto Rico decimos también moron Eres yeah. un moron So meaning también eres un idiota
1: Alright, so uh, Latin American history for moron to be Historia Latina Para idiotas
2: O para imbéciles
1: Imbéciles también, imbécil, idiota eh, Tonto, bobo Mm -hmm. how do you say colonizer
2: colonizador
1: colonizador
2: colonizer colonizador
1: colonizador is colonizer alright um I'm sure we've said indigenous before how do you say indigenous
2: indígena how
1: do you say tribe tribu huh tribu tribu
2: mhm
1: tribu yeah um how do you say well you said it in you were trying to say it in English how do you say trade how do you say trade
2: well there's, a, there's, there's this one word that is used for trade it's called <laughs> trueque
1: trueque well, yeah
2: but that was that was used for like when we were talking about those times of colonizers and Natives.
1: They say trueque for real? Trueque, yeah. That's interesting. But
2: so trade is comercio?
1: Comercio, yeah. That makes sense. Comercio, or, um, right, like a, like a trade in the business sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but trade trueque sounds interesting.
2: T R U Q you not true no true yeah you yeah
1: barter yeah trueke Mm -hmm. i never heard that word before trueke t-r-u-e-q-u-e yeah
2: that word was like a thing when we were studying um, colonizers and those type of things very nice thank you
1: i learned something new Another episode in the bag.
2: That is right.
1: How you feel about that? Great. You feel powerful? Yes. Do you feel like uh empowered?
2: Like a million bucks. <laughs> Are you next Ready op- to celebrate Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah? Yeah.
1: Yeah, you you got that turkey season to what? <laughs> I'm gonna do that now. <laughs> Alright. Um all right, y'all. So um next episode is episode 58. I'm going to continue down this museum tour. Uh, I think next episode, I'm going to talk about um, the museum of moving image, Mm -hmm. which is a a, good one. Yeah, it's a good museum. Uh, They have some permanent exhibits I can talk about. Um, Although they have rotating exhibits, mostly. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you're going to add something interesting for what you talk. For sure. Yeah. All right, guys. So we'll catch you guys next time.